the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for joining us on your Tuesday morning answer. Yes, Brian uh, Whitman. I'm being booked on Fox and Friends. My phone's ringing. <laughs> yes, hello. Finally Hi, came around. You're on One American News at noon. Yes. <laughs> a Michael Reagan show? Yes, I'll be there. What time? Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, freedom for, uh, I'm a freedom lover, yes. <laughs> Finally. If you missed it, Brian just sent out a test tweet because he doesn't believe that Twitter tags stuff. Because right now. No, that's not true. That's not true. I tech do is, believe. Big, no, no, hold on. Big Tech is, know, is in a hearing right now, which is why we're talking about all of this. And I know they tag people. And I was trying to find what is the fine line? What could I tweet? Because I don't tweet stuff like that. What can I tweet? that would get their attention from an otherwise sleepy, relatively sleepy Twitter account. Mm -hmm. And you helped me. We put together 100 characters or so that you think will get me Very compelling. In- a very compelling tweet. I don't think it's going to get you thrown in Twitter jail because I think you have to do multiple tweets to get thrown in Twitter jail. But I think you could get a tag from this one, especially because our fantastic Morning Answer listeners are going and liking and retweeting, which right. has got to be getting Twitter's attention right now. You can see it. In okay. all of its glory, at Brian Whitman. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jennifer Horn. Here's and here's Brian's tweet. Are you ready? Oh, you read it. Now, I want to hear from fresh eyes and ears. This is what I wrote. Now, understand, folks, I do this as, an, as a test of our First Amendment expression freedoms and the ability of others to accommodate feelings that are different from their own. FYI, I believe none of what this tweet says. It's all an it's exhibition. It's the best tweet you've ever sent, by the way. I may have written half of it, but it's the best tweet you've ever sent. Here we go. It's clear that the president and leader of Dominion Voting Systems, wanted to take President Trump down. Right. Lock him up. Hashtag stop the steal. Lock him up. One exclamation point. Stop the steal. By the way, if you put the hashtag stop the steal on Facebook, they take it down automatically. Well, I can't go without Facebook. Twitter, I don't care. You're willing to risk Twitter. I understand that. A prediction. I clearly need to be disciplined by the First Amendment monitors over at Twitter. Jennifer, your prediction of the corrective action that I have that I have earned this morning with that. I think there might be a label. I think there might be a a label label that is attached to your tweet. We'll see how that goes. It takes a minute. We'll see if it it pops up. Now, uh, Facebook CEO. Oh, I don't go Mark Zuckerberg. Him. No, I, I don't. No, I don't you, mess you respect with, him. Ah, oh, please. I know <laughs> Twitter my CEO Jack Dorsey. Both of them uh, are in front of Congress today. They're actually on a break right now, but all morning long, they've been uh, testifying about their content moderation policies before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Both Zuckerberg and Dorsey were joined by the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, who appeared before the Senate Commerce Committee in late October to face similar questions regarding censorship. Now. Now, Dorsey testified that Twitter removed 300,000. This is what you're wondering what they do. He says that Twitter removed 300,000 election-related tweets between October 27th and November 11th. Mm. That's 0.2% of all election-related tweets on the platform. Twitter has labeled or removed well over 50 posts from President Trump since Election Day. Two weeks, 50 posts. Well, well, it's it's either freedom of speech or it's not. But it's actually not. One or the other. But I feel like... And uh, yeah, we're complicated people. I did the demonstration because freedom of expression matters. I will say, and I've said before to you, you know I feel this way. No one has the right to a Twitter account. And Twitter, as you say, is doing business. And if, and by the way, I think it's a bad customer service exchange to 
censor people who are your customers who are tweeting things you don't agree with. It's social media. It's a free for all. That's why we call the Friday free for all radio Twitter. It's Twitter a free used to... for some. That's the problem. That That's exactly right. I think we'll prove that this morning. But I don't believe that Twitter has an obligation to accommodate me. No, Twitter doesn't. Look, they're a private business, and I will defend them. They can put on whoever they want, but here's the thing. If they pitch themselves as a freedom of speech platform, as a platform for free speech, then they should be going after people equally. If there are a set of rules, they should be they should be applied Equally, not to people who might be on one side or the other or not. Then it seems that you're putting your thumb on the scale. And that's what Twitter and Facebook are being accused of. They're being accused of censoring conservative posts, but no liberal posts. And that's uh, that's the if problem. They are, that's what they're answering for. And if they're actually uh, – you know what? And I p- kind of – I agree that they do it. That's why we created that tweet that I sent. I agree that's right. want to test it. I believe it even if they put me in jail or not. But ultimately, a business uh, – think of it as a bakery – Another hot button business totally. in this age. They do have the – oh, I'm asking. Do they have the right to welcome in and serve people they don't want to? Yeah, they do, and this is the thing. They're in this gray area right now, and remember, this is – Technology and a sign of the times. The gray area here is that they're acting as a utility, but yet they're a private company and they have their right to their own rules and regulations. And so that to me is the gray area. So are you a utility, which is helping function as a free speech platform? Or are you a private entity? And right now, I think they're enjoying the benefits of both. And I think they're going to need to decide either. Yes, they're going to they're going to act completely privately. They're going to have their own rules and they're going to do whatever they want. Or if they are going to get the benefits that they're getting and acting as a utility, then they need to be consistent about the rules that they apply and that they apply them equally. Do you think it's the equivalent of, say, Verizon or the telephone company, to use an older phrase? At this point, yeah. And that's the, that's the if, gray area I was talking about. If they about. take your telephone account away because you get on the phone and say something to someone that they don't like, like you call someone and say, I think Republicans shouldn't be allowed to vote on your phone line. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they or, take your phone away or they right. cancel your account. That would be a problem. And the same kind you think of think this is as severe as that. Yeah, I think at this point, people, it has expanded so much. And and you know what? My answer really honestly would have been different about four years ago, would have been different maybe even three years ago. Mm-hmm. But because these these platforms are so widely used, mm-hmm. I think with that comes a responsibility. And I wouldn't say that that same responsibility would go to a platform like a like a Twitch, I think, or or some other where there's right less um, where there's more competition and where mm-hmm. there's other. It's not so widely used, but in face for Facebook, Twitter, and by extension, Instagram owned by Facebook, I think kind of gets thrown under that umbrella. I think uh, it does matter. And you're right because of the technology. Uh, very fast, my landline telephone at home has not rung aloud in 17 months. I tried calling I, it yesterday, actually by mistake, and it, I'm now it up didn't to 42. I'm up to 42,738,111 Twitter followers after my Look at uh, you. See? I'm telling you. You're all connected. You've gone viral is what you've done. Yeah, in both ways this year. I got the virus, (laughs) and now I'm viral. 855-785-8255 is the number to call. So that's Twitter testimony continuing with Elon Musk watching, complimenting Jack Dorsey on his opening remarks. Lawmakers taking issue with Twitter and Facebook's respective decisions to temporarily block Block the distribution of the New York Post story about Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Remember, we talked about that because they said it was Twitter policy. And the, the story, if you missed it, was that, that Hunter Biden's uh, 
laptop had been recovered, and they put out some of the information that was recovered from that laptop in the New York Post. The New York Post account was blocked. They were taken off of Twitter, and the article was removed in all the subsequent tweets because they said the information was a result of a hacking. And okay, they said they have a policy. Point, right, right but here's, here's the – there's more. Sure. So – that's their policy on Twitter. If it's hacked material, they don't publish it. They take it down immediately and they mark it. Okay, that's fine. The question is then why did President Trump's tax returns, which were the result of a true hack, Hunter Biden's laptop was not a hack. That was him forgetting to pick it up from the repair shop. But why would that was the that was the uh, first thing he did that day? Yeah, that impacted the later. Called tasks. China, oh, talked to uh, the ladies of the night, but could he remember to pick up the laptop? Oh, right. No, he forgot that. That was the last time on the list. COVID. I'm a long haul COVID sufferer. But that wasn't even a hack. Trump's tax returns were a hack into a system. They were published and they were put out all over the place on Twitter. So there's got to be some consistency here if they are going to have these rules that they're using to uh, to suppress yeah. certain pieces of information. Good morning, answer, Brian and Jen. You know, I've always been your lovable liberal. I, I strive to be. I've said for decades that I could do this conservative thing. It'd be, I've turned it on. I could do that conservative I've routine. I've turned it on. <laughs> I'm proving it this morning. I will offer a little guidance. When you want to retweet me uh, at your we want to be clear. It's not. It's stop the steal. S T E A L, not S T A E L. That hashtag, while well intended, will not serve the greater good. We have a nation to serve. <laughs>